Welcome back to Get in the Cashflow Game with K&K, where we talk about investing in real estate, cash flow, building wealth, and all the lessons we learned along the way. And if you can, do me a huge favor. Please like and subscribe this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. That way we can continue to bring you value every week and get bigger and better guests on the show. We've been working on this for the past few months. You know we always want to bring as much value as we possibly can, and our partner, Prime Corporate Services is all about bringing you a service you can't get anywhere else at a price you can't get anywhere else. Whether you're new to owning a business or owning a property or you're an experienced property owner or investor, Prime Corporate Services is not only going to help you, but they're going to make the process so much easier. So if you book a call, the first thing they're going to do for you is help you understand what your business structure should look like. Your corporate structure, tax planning, estate planning, all of that. Maybe you're saying, I'm brand new to starting a business and all this sounds foreign and complicated. Remember, this company helps new people just getting started every day. They're gonna help you form the entity that's best for you and walk you through the process. Before I found this company, we paid thousands of dollars to other attorneys, CPAs, and consultants to try to understand exactly how we need to be structured to be as protected as possible. We've also gone the other route and used online platforms to form entities which unnecessarily put us at risk. You guys, you don't have to do that with this company. They'll do all of these things for you at a reasonable price so you you never have to think about saving money at the expense of exposing yourself to liability. We've searched high and low and you will not find this much value anywhere else. All you have to do is schedule a free call today. Just go to primecorporateservices.info slash G-I-T-C-G. Once again, that's primecorporateservices.info slash G-I-T-C-G. We'll also leave the info for you in the show notes. Um, so Dustin and I met, it's funny, we do a lot of these podcasts. I'm like, Dustin and I met, this person I met, um, at a mastermind, shockingly. Yeah, shocking. And then I think, um, Avengers, hard. right? Yeah, but it's hard. You meet, and then as much as you think you see meet people at a mastermind, I think we really started connecting, I think, when, I don't know, it was maybe the later Avengers, and then when you went to that Ford, and then we, I think when we joined the Ford, we connected. It's, it's amazing how you're a yeah. part of a mastermind, but there's so many people, but you all, it's hard to connect with every single person. It really is. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't even be like, wait, you were in the mastermind. Yeah. I was in the mastermind and you just don't see each other yeah. if it's that big. And and it's, I mean, we're not in a mastermind with a thousand people. It's just really hard. I mean, yeah. you think you go there and you just have, literally you have limited time as far as like probably talking with other people and you're more just in a room, just taking in like fire hydrant of uh Dustin, just real quick, give us a little background. Um, what exactly you got going on, what you're doing, and then how you kind of landed today where you are. All right. So, so we have about six hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, I mean, I, I can really sum up like a 12-year journey in, pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm a real estate agent, have been for 12 years. Uh, when I started out, I was I didn't know shit about shit. Or or what does Ruth say on Ozark? I didn't know fuck, I don't about, know fuck, shit. About, fuck about shit. Yeah. I was just following a mentor that did things a certain way. And I didn't realize that I was trying to, like I was trying to turn my weaknesses into strengths by doing what were his strengths. I didn't know any other way because he made it seem like, hey, if you want to sell homes, this is what you have to do. You have to cold call and door knock and read scripts and have the fucking Bluetooth thing in your ear. And I so I did that stuff and hated every second of it and uh, struggled. So like for for years, I'd like, I wasn't selling shit and, uh, couldn't pay the bills and like my wife and I's relationship was strained and then we had a kid and like and it got dark. Wow. Um, and what year was that? Just curious. So I got my license in January 2012 or January 2011. Okay. I mean, right when the market's starting to like. Yeah, there were short sales and, yeah. and REOs everywhere. Yeah. And for the kids out there, REO means bank owned properties, yeah. <laughs> real so estate in, owned. In yes. 2012, I can tell you this stat. 
35% average. Remember, it can be different. 35% of all sales were short, short sale or foreclosure. That's an average. So if you're in Riverside over here, it's probably more like 60% it, of anywhere. It was so more than that in Salt Lake City. youngsters yeah. or didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seemed like every house on the market was a, oh. a bank under a short sale. Yeah. Um, but through that, like, you know, just th this awful phase where, where it just wasn't working for me, out of necessity, I went to Google and just and just typed in like how to get real estate leads, and it, I found this blog by Easy Agent Pro, which is a website provider for agents, and they were just like giving all these ideas on how to attract clients, and I'm like, wait a minute, so there are other ways of getting business other than just cold calling and door knocking and like the chase and convince yeah. bullshit, and so it it was like this big paradigm shift for me where I'm like, wait a minute there's another way, even though my, my mentor does it this way and he's doing his best, like, you know, God bless him, but he only knows what he knows. There are other ways. And so it taught me that I can put out content. I could write a blog article. I could do a video. I could do, um, you know, run ads and attract people that want to work with me. And it changed my entire life. So from that moment on, I realized that okay, I am a marketer who happens to sell homes. Uh, and that little mental shift was everything for me because- What year is that probably? When I really solidified that, probably 2015. Okay, so later in the game. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you've been- Yeah, 2015 or so. Uh, didn't really get good at it for yeah. a few Takes years time. after that. Takes oh, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, it it was a paradigm shift in my mind that, that helped me focus on like the real money-making activities, which was doing content and attracting people. And then obviously figuring out how to get more people to see that content and getting better at it. And, and pretty soon I started to um, get pretty good at it, you know, and I started to actually sell some homes, you know, and I've never been a big, like, you know, I sell 500 homes a year kind of guy. I was always just solo, but you know, you get to 30, 40 homes in a year and like, it's decent money more than yeah. I've ever made before. And uh, I just started to, I'm like, wait a minute, there's all these other agents that are a step or two behind me. And, and it was still so fresh in my mind, like that pain, that sting of struggle and not being able to afford it sucks, your bills. Man. It's tough in the beginning. Ugh. It's crazy. And so I just uh, started to talk to the internet it was through Snapchat to agents. Like, hey, here's what I'm doing today. Like I'm writing this blog article and here's why, or I'm doing this YouTube video or I'm doing... Uh, this Canva graphic, I'm running these Facebook ads and here's why. And I started to grow an audience and I realized, holy shit, there's a large portion of our industry that needs someone that's just a step or two ahead to turn around and be like, hey, here's how you get that step or two ahead. And so that really became a passion of mine once I realized how much of an appetite there was and a need. So then I'm like, okay, how do I help more agents? Like, yeah, I want to sell more houses, but how do I help more agents? And, uh, that led me to start my podcast just over five years ago. Okay. And, you know, that has steadily just kind of, you know, caught on within the industry. And um, now I don't personally sell homes anymore. I have agents that, that do that. I want them to sell all the homes. I just want to coach and train and mentor agents. And so all day, every day now, I'm just pouring into agents, helping them to be more profitable, attract more business, uh, rethink, you know, like actually running a business versus uh, just like doing one deal after yeah. another. Because as you know, like you've built a business, you've built a brand. If you were just like some chimp, you know, your your mortgage company, it's one deal at a time, kind of reliant on the company, 
you're kind of just running your own job. Yeah. Right. And and there's a, a large portion of the industry that still Especially does when that. you're like single LO, single agent, don't have a team. Yeah. What you find yeah. is like you're 80% in the, you know, processing alone. Or, yeah. Oh, I gotta do it. And then you're like, Oh, then 20% is maybe origination if you're that. And then when you get really busy, it goes to zero. And then all of a sudden you go, I have no pipeline. Then you freak out and it's just, you're on this hamster wheel, right? It's like, I, you just want to absolutely like jump hamster off the bridge. Yeah. 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 And, and it's not until you think of yourself as an entrepreneur and you, you intentionally say, I'm going to build a business. That's when life gets really good. And that's when you have or you start to get control. So it's this big passion of mine lately and and moving forward to help agents and loan officers see themselves as entrepreneurs and to start structuring the way they do things in a way that eventually they can remove themselves from or if they wanna take a month off and go on vacation or if you get sick or something, um, homes continue to get sold, mortgages continue to get closed uh, with or without you in the office. And that's when you really have a business and there's just far too many people doing it at that level for it. So it's proven far too many people that have proven that to not have everyone at least know about that as an option. So basically like everybody on your team, if they're on your team, they're getting coached by you. Yeah. You're probably doing zoom calls to get the free coaching. Totally. And then yeah. what people might not know that's listening is like, you also spend a lot of time and money and energy I'm going to learn from the best and masterminds. That's why people like, so you're going to masterminds. You're learning from the yes. best. You're chopping it up in your language and you're deploying this to all these people that are getting this like, and they don't realize hundreds of thousands of dollars of advice. I mean, easily. Exactly. Like yeah. boom, 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 boom. Just like after this weekend, you got to right. go back, put all this stuff together and go like, what are the good nuggets? and How do I deploy it back? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do all that stuff for purely selfish reasons, right. To, to grow my own business and to, like to, to meet new people and to do all that. But at the same time, like others can benefit from that too. So I just, you know, turn around to the people that are a step or two behind me and, and share what I just learned, share what I'm doing different or what my takeaways were. And then they can have, uh, you know, a similar experience without having to go make a big investment themselves. So it's, I'm really having fun doing what I'm doing the way that I'm doing it because it feels like there's a real impact being made and that it, it's just fuel, man. Like it's, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not in the day to day. You're not in the stressed out. You're, you're, you're mo you're focusing them on, yeah. now you got to deal with this, but I'm, I'm continue talking in your ear, build the business, focus on these items, get you here. Cause that's what they need to hear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, but you're doing it instead of let's go knock on doors or do all this stuff. It's like, there's another way to do it. Like that's all. It's not saying it's easier. It's just different. Yeah. But how many doors can you knock on, but you can do a post and talk to 10,000 people. One thousand. I mean, it can go viral, whatever. Exactly. Right? Like you cannot, I mean, Gary, somebody asked Gary V, if you just start all over the real estate market and move to a new city, what would you do? He goes, well, I can tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't knock on doors. I wouldn't go to lunches and this because you can't go to a hundred lunches in a day, but I can go, I literally could go DM a hundred people in a day mm -hmm. by just, you know, or I can make a video and send a hundred people. He's like, you cannot replicate that. So he goes, I would just do that. I'd say, start a Facebook group or whatever. He goes, that's all. I wouldn't do that other stuff because I don't want to go to lunch. It's a waste of time. And if you don't get the business, it's like you could have just spent the time doing this. So it's leverage. Yeah. You know, th the same reason why you have built a business is for leverage, right? It, so not only can you make more money, but you can help more people, right? Mm -hmm. And like those two are hand in hand, by the way. It, it's hilarious to me that people are like, I just want to help people. 
cool. The way you help the most people is to build a giant fucking business, like to have a bunch of people who can help a bunch of people. Yeah. One person can only do so much. Yep. So, uh, you know, video is leverage. Yep. You know, in marketing, there's leverage. Video is literally leverage. So this video right here could be seen by 100 people, 1,000 people, a million people, and it's not going to take us any more time to do it. Yeah. It took us the same amount of time to record this. Probably get a lunch. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So, like, you could spend two minutes doing a video that 10,000 people see, yep. or you could attempt to knock on every door in a neighborhood that takes you a week or two. Yeah. It's so, and look, it all works, but some work better than others, and, and leverage is something that, real estate pros don't consider nearly enough. And I, I believe it's because they're not taught to. No, I agree. So what are you kind of um, like, so somebody's on your team, what are you fo like right now? What is your focus? What are you probably like, what information are you deploying to them to say, this is where we should like, it's 2023. We're shooting this. It's almost February. Yeah. This will probably get launched in a month, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's 2023 markets. It's funny. I post something today. Um, on a platform just to see because some ding dong from Goldman Sachs wrote this article. There's four cities. It's going to be like 2008 like crashes. One of them is San Diego. So all these people are kind of like going viral. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I wrote something kind of like buyer's market or crash. And all I did is say, wow, it's crazy that half the media is saying this and half the media is saying that. And I just put post of all the you know, inventory and all this clearly showing, I'm like, we, you and I can't predict what's going to happen in 10 months. Nobody predict COVID. We can't predict if some nuclear war or something, yeah. but today's data would have to dramatically change by some crazy event. It probably, if we agree to have a different market. So I'm looking at that going to me right now, it looks like there is a buyer's market, but if rates trend down and inventories pick up, it's going to start turning into maybe a seller's market, which is kind of crazy to say, but it's like, so I posted, there's all these agents from all these other places commented, like no inventory, no inventory. I, I got out right. like, okay, so we're all on the same page here. Yeah, we're back to multiple offers yeah. in most of the country. Yeah. So I, I don't spend a lot of time talking about market conditions because I don't feel that they're nearly as relevant as the establishment in the industry makes them Feel like they are. Um, yes, it's important, of course. Like you know, the rising tide lifts all ships, but a lowering tide lowers all ships. Yeah. Right. So I mean, we saw that over the last six to nine months. Yeah. Um, you know, even the best were you know they saw fewer sales. Yeah. So I mean, that's real. However, for for the majority of people in real estate. They're just trying to like go from 20 to 30. They're trying to go from 30 to 50. They want to make money. Yes. They want to help people, but we got to make money. Yeah. yeah. And and what the fuck does the absorption rate have to do with that? Yeah. It, it doesn't. It's it's what are you doing on a daily basis? How many people are you getting in front of? Are you increasing your visibility or not? Because if you're not increasing your visibility, your competitors are. So we spend a lot of time just getting people off their ass. And I mean, that's, that's harsh, but... There's so much fear and an unwillingness to suck in the beginning that happens. And you see you see all, this all the time. You're like, I know I need to do video, but I'm nervous. I know I need to do a video, but I'm just so uncomfortable wow, on camera. That's crazy. Like, I, I know wow. I need to do this because it's it's 2023. This is not 2015 where like, it's, it'd be a good idea to do video. Yeah. It'll help. And you're like, what am I even doing here, right? Yeah. Nobody even knew. It's, yeah. And now it's an absolute requirement. Like yeah. it, it's a must. Because it's like having you, car insurance or something, I don't know. It's like you, you have to because yeah. if you don't have it, all of your competitors are doing it and they're doing it well, and they're just gonna eventually make you forgotten. Yep. 
like your, your clients, your best friends, your neighbors are going to forget you're in real estate. So we've got to get people off their ass or at least over themselves or out of their own way enough to just start recording, start publishing, start learning how to do better stuff, which requires being pretty shitty in the beginning. Like you have to endure the suck. And if you can't endure the suck, you're, you're never going to get far. But if you're just willing to suck for a short period of time, pretty soon you get good just through practice. And, and then you, you so have control. You get so yeah. comfortable. It's crazy. You get comfortable. You have control. You, um, you know, you start attracting the right people. Uh, and you can't do that in 30 days. No. Like, I mean, sure, you can have some growth in 30 days, but like it, it takes nine months, 12 months, 18 months or more. And uh, it, it's, it's just such a hack, but there's such an unwillingness to do crappy videos. And I get it. It's hard, right? Remember when you started, like when I started my podcast, when I started videos, like they were God awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just kept doing them. And pretty soon I'm like, huh, I guess I kind of figured this thing out. Yeah. Because you have to kind of have your mind. How do you do it? I go, you, you can't worry about today. You got to go, God, imagine what I'll be in two years. Yeah. That's what I thought about. Yeah. Like, just keep going, going, going. Oh, better, better. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you hear, what are you doing? And then it's like, now, now everybody's like, how do you do that? Oh, now I'm there. Oh, it, right, isn't that, that wild? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you, yeah. you become a leader just because you did a thing horribly and over and over and over and over until it yep. wasn't horrible anymore. And, and that's literally how it works. Like, that's how it works. And it, that's how it works with anything else in our life when we, when we learn to drive. We were pretty fucking bad at driving the first few times. <laughs> I remember the first time I uh, attempted to get on the freeway and I freaked out and like went over into the emergency lane and stopped because <laughs> yeah. it, it scared me. Yeah. Like and walking and like every learning how to ski, you suck until you do it enough times where you don't. And uh, I just, it, it's, it's a mission of mine to help real estate pros to just like, just start posting shitty stuff. So you can learn how to do it in a non-shitty way. And pretty soon you have control, you have visibility and uh, you start getting business. Yeah. Um, so we do, uh, we do something here. We kind of came up with where I keep it simple. I was doing too much. So I, you know, I never went after realtors. So I've been doing this 19 years. Crystal and I have been fortunate, didn't really do much marketing. It all came in the door referral. And so I'm like, I'm going to learn all this. And then right about the time when I, there's going to be a time where I'm going to basically be like, okay, it's going to be time to teach realtors. And while, as I was learning it in the quiet and doing this, I just, I said, this will be my value. Like, how can I, okay, if I can bring leads to realtors, okay, cool. But how am I going to get leads? By creating things online. Mm -hmm. So we're getting better and better. You get leads. Oh my gosh, I can give you a lead. We give you a lead. But right. then all of a sudden, imagine if I can give them leads, then I can teach them how to market to go get their own leads. Right. So what we do now is we meet with agents. We try to keep it simple. I go, there's three things you need to focus on. Um, email, video, and just pick one platform, if anything. Like, I know there's all the platforms. The good thing is if you, like, you know, we, obviously we learned this weekend, and we all know if you just shoot a reel, then go on this, this, this platform. But I said, just pick Instagram. Okay, but just be consistent. on. So we teach them how to shoot videos. They'll come in here. Um, I show them the emails. You know, I do the three emails, whatever. And so... You know, we'll get calls. You won't believe this. I posted something and I got a lead. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> Weird. So, or the email. So what I learned from my stuff is just being consistent with the email, the video, the content, everything. And yes, probably we're doing a lot more than most, but I tell people when I started, I wasn't doing all this. 
you build into it yeah, and you exactly. get better and better. So that's what I'm telling agents. What are you kind of with your agents? I know there's, there's video you're, t you're focusing on. Is there anything else you're focusing on that's really helping them like move the needle? Um, it's, it's doing video, but then pushing yourself, right? Like you have to start somewhere. So yep. if all you ever use is Facebook and that's the, the platform you understand and Instagram's like this, you know, foreign language to you, then start on Facebook and just do Facebook. But you have to, at some point, push yourself. And and not to mention, if you're doing short form vertical video, it works on all the platforms. Post it. On all the platforms. So like record one video, write one caption, copy the caption, put it literally everywhere else. So Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, for God's sakes, YouTube shorts, Facebook reels, it all works. Um, you just have to build up to the, you know, the time commitment to do that and systems. And there's some tools like, like repurpose that can automate it, which can be good and bad. It just depends. Um, but you have to begin with the end in mind. The end is you want to be doing consistent content on all the platforms every day. And then where are you at? What can you do today? And just start taking steps towards that end goal. And through that process, you're going to get good. You're going to be able to refine your message. You're going to learn what works and what doesn't. Dude, I spent years figuring out what doesn't work <laughs> just by doing shit that didn't work. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it, it, when I think back, it wasn't a waste of time because now I know that shit doesn't work. If I come into salesy or I say, hey, here's a message I want you to know, but they don't care, it doesn't work. So... Like, okay, cool. I just spent all this time figuring out what doesn't work. Now I can focus on what does. And that's a powerful lesson. But you only, again, you only learn that shit by doing consistently over time. So um, this game is real simple. Like it's, this is simple shit, but we overcomplicate it. Yeah. We overthink it. We overcomplicate it because you hear about this platform and this one and then this different thing and then using hashtags or no hashtags or this automation and then email and tying one to the other. It doesn't have to be that way from the beginning. You grow into that over time. And as long as you're moving in that direction, I think I think you are, and pushing yourself, something to be proud of. And I think that you will stand out above your competitors for sure. So obviously, you know, we're around a lot of these great guys, have brands, I've talked a lot of them. One of the things I'm gonna be focusing on is YouTube, which is really, it's tough. It's a different platform. Yeah, um, it's a search it, engine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have a lot of, we have stuff up there, but it was more like we just threw it on YouTube, it wasn't, shot for YouTube and you know the difference, right? Like, totally. you're like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's a certain way you shoot on YouTube and you can throw videos, but you're just not going to get it. So, yeah. Um, I've talked to like all the guys and everything. And this guy was, um, this one of this guy worked for Mr. Beast. He's kind of has a consulting firm and I just saw him. Oh, Graham Stefan interviewed him. And, um, he's like, what's the trick? And he goes, you know, you can hire somebody. He's like, let me just be honest. He goes, what you need to do before you do anything, and this is what you're kind of, is like shoot a hundred videos on YouTube the best you can. And he goes, and what you're going to find is, you know, you know, the first 20 you'll learn this. And by the time you get to hundred, and if you were to hire somebody like me, the questions, the conversations you're going to ask is you, so you're going to pay me to get you to hundred. I I'm it's, I'm not going to blow you up because we got to learn. So you go shoot a hundred, figure it out, get the, yeah. you know, learn yourself, then go get an expert. Right. And that, so for YouTube, that's what this guy says. He's on Mr. He helped Mr. Beach, Mr. Beast really launch. He obviously has many of those guys, but you know, Alex Hermosi, for example, he recruited a guy from Gary V's team, set him down and said, this is what we're going to do. And I, and it's consistency, but 
like, you know, Alex Ramosi is like, I shot podcasts for this long. Nobody knew the hell I was. Like these guys, like, why did they just blow up? They didn't just blow up. Right. They work behind the scenes. Yes. But you never know, as our friend Dan Fleischman says, the one post, the one time, the one minute, the one podcast could just be the one that goes viral and changes your life. And that's literally what, what happens to people, right? Yeah. So kind of like the point you're saying, that's what I said is, so when I'm sitting here saying I, all the videos I've done when I learned YouTube, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go back and literally take the strategy and do the best I can on shooting with the best hooks, the best this, and go for it in a hundred videos. And once I get there, then see where my mind's at, where everything's at and see what I learned. I like to think of it as quantity finds the quality. There you go. It, Ooh, I like that. Far too many people are just focused on, oh, I, I'm not going to post today because I don't think this one's going to do very well. How the hell do you know? Like, <laughs> and the way that it works, any content creator knows this. It's the shit that you spend all the time on. You think that's going to be the viral video. It's going to blow up. It doesn't. It just kind of, and then the random little shaky, grainy video with bad audio that's 15 seconds long. That was just kind of an afterthought where you're stuck in traffic. That one blows up. That one gets 50,000 views. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. But if you're, so if you're only focused on what you think is the quality and you're like, I'm only going to put out one video a week, but it's going to be really, really good. You, you're not letting quantity work for you. You put out a hundred videos, you put out enough of them and pretty soon like the good ones reveal themselves. And, and sometimes they make sense. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I, I don't know why that one blew up, but it did. But had you not posted that stupid little video, like there's been so many times where with a podcast episode or a video, I'm like, that sucked and I don't want to post it, but then I'm just too busy and too, stubborn to redo it. So I put it out anyways, and I get the most engagement on those. It, it's wild. So quantity is what you should focus on and the quality will just reveal itself. Yeah. I mean, it's like take Ryan Serhan. If, uh, you know, talk about realtors, he's like, I'll, I'll spend all this money on production to do a walkthrough, but he goes, when I vlog it more and it's not the production's not there. He goes, I've gotten more views on that than when I spent all this money. He's like, well, why the hell am I doing that? Totally. Yeah. So we all, I mean, there's a guy we know here, Rich Summers. Um, he has a podcast local, kind of just got into the real estate game, into the um, uh, Instagram, all that. He, he did a whiteboard video on how to basically, how to do your LLCs, how to break them down. I think the thing, I don't even know what it is now, but I know last time I looked a month ago, it was 1.3 million views. This thing Gnarly. went viral like insane yeah you know i did a video like sitting here at my desk early one morning and i was just kind of saying you know thank and i'm not even it wasn't even po political i said thank goodness for joe manchin killing that bill a while ago because you think we'd had inflation would have been bad the first one the four trillion he killed he goes what are we crazy here mm -hmm. and i just put that out thank goodness because inflation would out of control we'd have probably just killed this whole market um everything and that thing just went crazy I was like, and then the ones I'm like, oh, this is going to hit. I'm like, Meh. you just that don't works. know. Never know. You can yeah. ask anybody. They're like, my most viral is the most thing I never thought would be viral. It's usually how it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your, so what is your, uh, what do you kind of do? What's your day look like now? Just curious from your point of view, because I think, you know, realtors, I think a lot of, pro but I've gotten better at maybe, you know, I'd like to hear your point of view is I've learned to be like, okay. I'm kind of ADD, I'm all over the place because this business can pull you all over, right? That's the problem. It's like, oh, there's this merchant and this. So I really have learned a time block where I'm like, 
I come in Mondays, you know, set up my week. I've got my te- now I have my team call. Then I do I, I write like a bl- a blog thing. And I just and then you know then you have your days. You shoot these days and these days and the podcast and like you gotta you gotta systematize it. You've got to put it on the calendar. And if you don't, you'll never do it, right? Yeah. So like, what are you doing kind of on a daily basis to help others in your day? And like, what have you figured out that's working for you? So I don't think I have that figured out. So I have my priorities. Okay. Like I, every day I'm going to post on Instagram. I'm going to post on TikTok, YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So I make sure that I get those done. But sometimes I do it at 530 in the morning when I, when I wake up. Or sometimes they do it at one in the afternoon. It just depends. Okay. So I the priorities are just like non-negotiables. So day to day, it just depends. Like, you know, Mondays, I have a bunch of trainings that I attend. Tuesday, I'm leading a team training. Wednesday, I'm doing my coaching group training. And then, you know, some random meetings and stuff and family stuff. So um, I definitely time block, but it's like the time blocking happens in different, at different times depending on what's happening. Yeah. So... Uh, but what, what's so important is that anything that you want to do long term and get good at, like a podcast once a week or video every day or, or fitness or fitness, health, yeah. yeah, or, you know, time with your spouse, whatever. If that's not a top priority and you don't figure out how to fit that shit in, it just doesn't get done because then all the bullshit, your email inbox or someone in the office is like, hey, what, what about this? Or someone's like, hey, you want to go grab lunch? You're like, yeah. It just fucks it up. Yeah. So you have to have the, what are those things that are non-negotiables for you? They're top priority. You, you will absolutely feel like a horse's ass if you don't do them. <laughs> yeah. As long as they get in there, I'm good. And that's what, and I mean, you probably agree. So the people at the top, it's not like they're crazy schedule, but they just do those money-making activities or the family or what those top priorities. They just make sure they hit them every day. Yeah. Cause that, and that's why they're having success. They realize I just need to make sure I hit these. Cause if I don't, I know what happens. Yeah. My, my marriage yeah. just suffers. My relationship with my kids suffers. My business suffers. My health suffers. Right. I mean, thousand percent. See what's what I wish that I would have known a, a long time ago is how important it is to like work on your at home shit because it's really hard to show up at the office when you're fighting with your spouse. It like you can show up at the office, but your mind is not going to be productive all day long. You're just going to be fucked. So like if you're good at home and you you're doing your best as a parent and you're, you know, you're working on your relationship with your spouse and friendships and all that stuff, you just show up to work and you just, you feel better if you're healthy, if you drink water, if you exercise, like, you just, you operate at a different level. Like that stuff should not be understated. It's, it's part of the puzzle. And I, uh, like I'm, I'm this red personality, this type A, like high D, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like I'm driven and it's very easy for me to just say, fuck the rest. Like birthdays and shit or like gifts for people. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, I is that about us. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're really bad. Monty's the opposite, but yeah. Yeah, I'm horrible with that shit until like it's not the last you're not second. Driven, you know, but you, she's like, no, I'm going on the birthday too. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. we, we, we want to do that stuff, yeah. but it's just it's it's just kind of like back burner. And to me, it's not like I care about these people any less. But like, the goal is the goal is the goal. You know, focus like a motherfucker on that. So that's good and bad. Yeah. So oh, I agree. I wish I would have figured out how to do both 
spent a little bit more time with my kids, a little bit more, and, and it's not really necessarily time, but just like being present with the time yeah. you're already there. Yep. Like put your goddamn phone away for 10 minutes and let your five-year-old show you the drawing she made that day. Yep. You know, without being like, oh, well, my Instagram DMs and oh, did I do this? Or what? I wonder if that YouTube video is performing well. So it, it's really nice going to these masterminds and being in rooms with people where those are also their priorities. Like they are business killers, but they're also so obsessed with being better parents, being better spouses, being better friends. And, and so when you're around people like that, your business is going to do better, but so is the rest of your life, which then makes your business do better, which makes the rest of your life do better. And it's just, it, it all just snowballs in the right direction. Yeah. I wanted to jump in the masterminds before I get there. Um, I want to ask about, just talk about a couple of things. Um, one is we're, and we're seeing this now, we were on a phone call, Tom Ferry for the forward mastermind late last year, you know, love him, hate him, whatever. He has a lot of good data and knows what's going on. Um, but he said something, it's not like it's happening in my industry too. It's happening in your industry. A lot of people are moving all over the place. Mm -hmm. Lenders are shutting down. Brokers are shutting down, right? Um, oh yeah. LOs, it's slow. They're like, I'm going from retail to broker, or this company, they're getting paid. And then obviously Tom said, you're going to see more people move in the next six months in real estate. And literally after, I feel like, you know, you're seeing that, but I'm like, wow, a lot of people are moving around right now. You know, yeah. there's companies, we were talking the other day, companies coming up, companies having problems, probably companies cutting staff. Um, you're in that, right. And you're talking to people that might want to come over to your team and stuff. Um, what's your kind of thoughts on that? Cause you're in that space. And also what is it that you think somebody is looking for? And then what do you think somebody that's struggling should be looking for? Uh, I kind of a couple of questions there, but no amazing questions though, because I love the conversation that comes from these. What I didn't understand when I was new to this industry was that, uh, you know, the best marketer wins, not, not the best agent, like the one that studies the contracts and knows all the addenda and all the, no, the best known person wins in the market. So I, I wish that I would have focused more on the marketing from day one. I eventually figured it out. So that's one. But then also thinking like an entrepreneur, the industry, especially, I'm sure it's the same for, for LOs as it is for agents. There's like this broker establishment, right? Like I'll call them big broker where they want you to just keep doing transaction after transaction after transaction, but not, they don't want you to get too self-sufficient because then you won't need them anymore, right? Then you just go and start your own shit. So they want you to just keep producing, but they're not going to teach you how to be a business owner. They're not going to teach you to think like an entrepreneur. They're not going to push you into personal development. They're going to get you hyped up, rah, 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 go make your fucking calls right? So you can go sell some more homes. It's super common. And most of the industry is with one of these traditional brokerages. So I'm not like, yes, I want certain people, entrepreneurs, like-minded people to join our team. What's just as important to me is that agents see what time it is. Like there are so many modern, there's a modern way of doing business as an agent now. And same with, with an LO. But most don't know it because, I mean, the brokers don't tell them. Yeah. Why, why would they? Because yep. then they'll just leave. Yeah. So I'm all about just opening eyes. Like, hey, there's a better way. Here's how you can structure your day. You can decide what you want your lifestyle to look like and then reverse engineer what you want your business to, how you're going to structure your business to get the lifestyle. Everyone has it backwards. I had it backwards. 
I thought that the ladder of success in real estate was get your license, sell a bunch of homes. So then you can become a broker. Then you can start your own brokerage and then just do that. Then I started to learn about teams and I'm like, why would I start my own brokerage? If I could have all the upside of a brokerage under another one that handles all the legal bullshit and the payroll. And you have leverage with them because you're like, and, have a team and I still have the leverage. You're a big freaking deal. Yes. You're like, basically yes. you're an entrepreneur in a way. You're, yes. you're like your own company under a company. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so I was hell bent on starting a team. And then I realized, wait, there are actually other ways. Nothing wrong with that. Like that's a fantastic model. It's proven. It's a, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's agents that sell, you know, 2,500 homes a year out there. 1,000 homes a year. It's crazy. Like, you know, here in San Diego, there's a couple teams that are selling north of 2,000. It's it's nuts. On a, uh, EXP? Like Daniel Beer, yeah. you know, the Kyle, Kyle Whistle. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Kyle Whistle rang others. the bell with, uh, right? Yeah. Like, crazy. these guys have these, these businesses, and it's amazing. But there's another way. Like, I've structured mine in a different way where I'm not a team leader. I'm a mentor and a coach. And so someone can join us where it doesn't cost them any any money out of their pocket. There's no extra commission split. It's just, hey, come work with us with our brokerage, and then the brokerage pays me whenever they sell something. So I only get compensated you're just, when you're our part, agents and sell And you're homes. part of a support team. Yeah. Who's on that support team? Well, th So there's me, there's my mentor, Clayton. There's, uh, I mean, it, everyone that's kind of like producing and selling homes is just like helping everybody yeah, else. Yeah, it's just like a big community. It's It literally functions as a team. And so like there's this modern way of doing it to where I don't have like an actual team and an office and commission splits, but it, we have the same upside as that while everyone's independent. Like we're a team of independents. We're not the only ones that do that. So I wish that I would have known that existed 12 years ago. It didn't really, yeah. but it does now. And so it's, I just want the industry to realize that you don't need to be reliant on your broker or your team leader forever. Because if you are, you're not an entrepreneur. You you own your own job. And that's fine. Some people like the secu uh, security in that where they just show up. There's leads in their database. They call the leads, you know, the, the clock out, go home. It's more like a job than a business. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's a place for that. That's totally fine. But for those who don't want that, who those, those that want a great lifestyle, great income, um, fulfillment, and, and just keep growing. There are other ways. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely a passion of mine to educate and open some eyes on the different ways of doing business. And this is why people are moving around a lot, I think, because people yeah. are just not happy. Exactly. I hear they don't have support. I mean, they hear, when I talk about, well, what do you mean? Like, yeah, our team doesn't do anything smart. There's, not, there's no calls. There's no nothing. There's nothing to plug into, I guess, let's say, right? There's yeah. no outlet to plug in. They just feel like when you're making money and, you know, you list a price, it's easier. It's like, ah, but now they're like, where's the support? Most brokers extract. Good Most point. brokerages extract from their agents. That's it. Like, like, hey, go sell a bunch of stuff. And then, like, maybe they raise fees on you or, or like, uh, there's a couple of the larger brokerages that are renegotiating splits with their agents after the fact. They're like, well, you know, we actually need a little bit more from you now. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it be the opposite? Yeah. It's, it's just wild. That's a problem. It, it is. So I think the more, the, the more models like what I have and many, many others have, the more that that is discovered, people are just going to start moving because they're going to realize maybe I don't, I don't have to be stuck with this. This isn't the only way of doing things. Maybe the grass really is greener over there. Maybe there is something to that. I was with a flat fee brokerage for the first seven years. 
So it, they only took 500 bucks per deal wow. and no commission split. It was, it was just 500 bucks. And I thought everyone else is stupid because <laughs> I'm only paying 500 bucks and you're, you're doing a 70, 30 split. What an idiot. Can't you do math? Well, what I didn't realize was my brokerage didn't give me shit except for dot loop premium, <laughs> yeah. you know, woo. Yeah. It was like a $40 value, yeah. right? But, but I didn't get anything. I thought that was good because they, they left me alone to work in my basement, head down, doing my own shit, which I valued. And then I started to, uh, some of my friends left Keller Williams, went to EXP, and, and one of them was going to start her own brokerage. And they're like, no, you got to look at this other model. And I'm like, wait, the brokerage does all that? Like there's other income streams. There's other ways of producing income, not just selling homes and commission. And then like you get to like have business partners that you're like fight. They only make money when you sell a bunch of homes. So you can get coaching and mentoring basically for free from people incentivized to, to actually help you. I'm like, that's different. So I made this transition from the cost of a transaction to the value that a brokerage can provide. It took me like a year. Wow. You know, because it was all about dollars and cents. And then I realized, okay, there's so many more dollars and cents over here because of the big picture and what, you know, um, proximity to people that are ahead of you who already have a business that you want helping you. But it starts with a willingness to look at what else is out there. Yeah, more people are doing that now than, other, yeah, than ever. Because they're slow and they have the time. Yeah. yeah. But far too many are just looking and then they're like, eh. And, and they don't realize your your ass is in the wrong seat. Like your goals are here and you're here and this path will never get you there. You're not in the right vehicle. You can't get here when you're seated here. So they have to go somewhere. And it, that's where people get stuck. Why do you think there's such a big failure rate too with uh, real estate agents, right? There's a pretty big failure rate when people get started. Is it procrastination? They don't get plugged in? or well, Business in general, you know. Yeah. Um, but you, I mean, it's hard. Um, I probably should have quit in the beginning. Um, I honestly, it served me to not have options. I didn't know it at the time, but I I felt helpless, and I didn't. I'm like, what 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 the hell else am I going to do? Like, go be a cashier somewhere? Like, it, it, there were just no other options. I didn't have a degree or any of that bullshit, so I just kept sticking it out. Um, but it's hard. The problem is when you don't have anyone else to kind of hold your hand, so, someone who's already been where you want to be. If you don't have someone like that, you're just beating your head against the wall, hopefully figuring it out. And that takes a long time. And most people can't. And part of it is also they don't think like an entrepreneur. They're, they're used to being an employee somewhere. And then when you go get your license and, and, and now you have to like run your own business, but you don't think of it as that. You, you start wasting all this time and you're doing the wrong shit. And, and pretty soon you're like, uh, I'm broke. So partnering or, or partnering with somebody or getting a mentor or hiring a coach who has already done the thing that you want to do is such a hack for life in general. Yeah, but yeah. if more agents had coaches or mentors or, or a support system from the very beginning, the failure rate would be much less, but they're, you know, stuck figuring it out themselves, and most don't. Interesting. Um, so let's jump into the mastermind game. Um, that's been, obviously, we're both doing a bunch of that. Yeah. Um, we're part of uh, Vengers, Ford. Uh, Ford is very focused for our industry, which is great, right? 
It's just your talking shop. Yep. Um, what other ones kind of you da have done? When did you start doing the masterminds? And obviously, like, I know it's changed your life, but, you know, kind of like what, what's what been the big takeaway? Avengers is great because you're around not just real estate pros, but people that are, you know, worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars um, that have done something in business. And it's just being in that room, you're like, okay, like there's levels to this. Yeah. Like I, I'm comfortable, but... If that person can do that, I could, I could do half yeah. of it at least, right? Yeah. So you, at least me personally, I get this belief in me where if I'm around other people that are, that are just further ahead in the, in the journey of business, it, I build belief like, okay, that person's just like me. They're just, and sometimes like they're, they're not any more intelligent. Yeah. They're not more capable. Sometimes they're less so. They just went for it. Or, yeah. yeah what I know is they just freaking went for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and so it's like, cool. I can do that too. So then like it helps me keep my, my goals like going. Yeah. That's awesome. Obviously I learned some tactics here or there, like some little things, but, sure. uh, but then the relationships with the people in there too, like we all have issues and problems and uh, bottlenecks in our business. Someone else has already had those and solved it. So when you can be around someone who's like, Oh, you're having that issue with, with hiring or with, um, you need a CFO or whatever, like here, let me introduce you to so-and-so and boom, like for them, it's, it's just a little speed bump for you. It's like this brick wall. Yeah. So they're like, oh no, you just need to talk to so-and-so or you just need to make this little adjustment. And had you not had that relationship, you'd be stuck with the brick wall. So that's been huge. Um, but the, the other mastermind slash training that I did, it's called upgrade and it, it was all mindset. And mindset, it, it can, depending on how you look at it, depending on who you follow, it can be kind of like, oh, you know, yeah. woo woo bullshit. Well, the woo woo bullshit, if you take it seriously, like it, it's real. You know, if, you, if you're willing to work on the thoughts in your brain and the stories that you tell yourself, that is what fuels everything else. So by focusing consciously on like how to reprogram my thinking and re retelling the story that I've told myself my whole life, like limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome and all the bullshit by learning strategies to rewrite that all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, I just made a big leap forward. Wow. But then it feels normal. That's what's crazy. So it's not like while you're having one of these quantum leaps in your business or your life, it doesn't feel like that. It feels completely freaking normal. You're just like, huh, I have, those results now, but I feel the same. It's because th that's how it works. Yeah. You leveled up your mindset and your thinking and, and this story uh, to where now you, you're deserving of this or you expect this or like you're not a hundred K year earner, you're a million dollar year earner. And then you hit that and you're just like, yeah, no shit. Of course I am because you believe you are now, but you didn't before. So working on yourself and your thinking is so underrated and you know, that's something I wish I would have focused on much sooner as well. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Just like um, one of the take for me is, you know, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I probably can make this money, you know, and you get around these people. You're like, maybe you're making how much money? You're right. like, and it, to my mind, it wasn't even like, oh, I can do that. You're like, okay, I'm, I just think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this way too small. It shows you how small you're thinking. It wasn't even like, yeah. oh, I can do what you do. No, you're, they're just like. Yeah, you, you should be doing this. You're just not doing X, Y, Z. You're like, you're right. Yeah. And then you realize, like, you know, I mean, that's most of the people around. 
they're making a lot of money. They do have some type of personal brand or something like that. And they add on, oh, yes. a coaching, you know, this and that, but that's what it is. But you realize like, I'm just thinking small mm -hmm. because this is what you're around. Yep. It's so easy. Yep. Um, what's, uh, where's, um, where can people find you? What's the best place to connect with you to like learn more about what you do? Um, and you know, maybe like, are you getting a lot of people now? You guys joining your team, talking to agents all the time? I'm sure, right? Yeah, never enough. Yeah, you know, no, I know. Right? Always looking for more amazing entrepreneurs and, um, you know, what's the word? Ambitious people that just they they know that they're capable of more. They're not quite sure how to get there, but they want they want in. I want those people. I want to be around those people. You know, because uh, because it's all about the journey together. So. Um, yeah, I mean, if anything that I've said here resonates with you, just check out the podcast, Massive Agent Podcast. Yeah, your podcast is. What's great about being an online marketer is you're pretty easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you type Massive Agent into something and you'll you'll find me. Yeah. Instagram, YouTube, the podcast. So yeah. What are you excited about this year? Most excited about for 2023? Hiring, scaling. Ah. Yeah. Yep. I've I was talking with my mentor earlier today actually, um, and he he runs a team. Uh, he has like 40, no, he has like 50 agents and staff. He's in Virginia, 50 agents and staff. And he works like two hours a month, but they sell like seven or 800 homes. Jeez. And it's because he built a business. So he like, he has an office manager, like, you know, he's not required to be there anymore, even though it's his face and everything on the, on the deal. Um, so like he's figured that game out. He's, he's steps ahead of me on it. And, and I was talking to him about it. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I want to do all these things, but I'm limited with how much I can do. So I know I need to hire, but then I have these limiting beliefs around hiring and, and then I procrastinate for whatever reason. And, and he's like, he's like, dude, I've been there. So let's do it together. And, and having a relationship like that is priceless. This is somebody that because we're, we're business partners at our brokerage, I get access to him, but I couldn't hire him. First off, he's, he's not or higher. And if he was, I couldn't afford it. So just being linked with or, or in proximity to people like that is such a blessing and everyone can do it. Everyone can find their version of that. Uh, I would encourage them to do it, whether that's joining our team, joining another team that thinks similar or operates similar. Um, get out of your damn basement and yeah. partner with somebody who's already Already there. Who's your hire? Who do you think you're gonna hire? Um, I so I need people to do graphics. I need someone to help with events and everything around planning and implementing events, both online and um, live, and then um, smaller video people, and then an assistant, like a, like a true assistant, because I don't have a true assistant. I have like you know I outsource some things. But I need a true assistant to like, like oh. an executive assistant or something. Yeah, yeah. That's just handling stuff. Yeah, like oh, I need new tires on the on the car. Like I don't want to deal with it. Like yeah, because it's all this little bullshit that we all have in life that just distracts you. Yeah. And when that's the thing, which I, which you know, the other thing about this mastermind, when these guys are like doing what they want to do every day, they're like, oh, I don't do that shit. What? They don't do any of this stuff. Yes. The, the bullshit that you do every day. Even Tom Ferry yeah. said like. Why are you cooking? Why are you cleaning? If you are, why are you doing any of this stuff? Yeah. Get rid of it. And we, Crystal and I are, yeah. we're, we get rid of as much as possible. We, 
what we really need is like you, we realize we need a really good executive assistant that can just handle all, because it's, it's just bullshit. Yeah. And it doesn't go away. It's part of life. Right. It, it all has to be done, but it doesn't have to be done by you. No. So, it, and look, not everyone's able to just go outsource everything right away. I get that. But there's something like stop mowing the damn lawn. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. If, if someone will mow your grass for 30 bucks a week, do that. Otherwise you're working for that money. Yeah. Like if someone's going to go put your signs, your signs up for 15 bucks and you're like, no, I'm going to do it to save 15 bucks. You're working for 15 bucks. Do you not realize you should be worth hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand dollars an hour as a real estate pro. So you got to work towards that. And it starts with the little things. And then, you know, um, but once you start outsourcing shit, it kind of gets addicting. Oh, no, no, for sure. Yeah. But there's levels to it when it's, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you need like a CFO or, you know, like a full-time hire and there's payroll. Like then that for me, that's where there's been some limiting beliefs that I am working through at the moment. Yeah. When, um, well, obviously, you know, Jesse Lee. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, um, Cause I was like, wow, you're, she's incredible. She's amazing. Yeah. But when we, when we were at, um, oh, Neil's Van Vegas, we went to dinner with her and we hung out and I was like, I feel like your life's changed. Like you have more freedom. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, what'd you do? She's like, I finally hired a COO. Ah. And she's like, she just, I want to launch something. It's like, cool. I want to launch this. It's not that she's not involved, but she's like this other bullshit back and stuff. Go figure it out. Yep. And I talked, so I talked to multiple people um, and they've hired these COOs, right? And they're like, I want to launch something. And they're like, why are you getting involved? That's my job. You go do the face. I do this. And so that's, she's saying she's able to have a life and travel and this, but she was Kenny. I didn't do anything for 10 years because I did it all of a team, but I, that COO hire was the best hire ever. I mean, you were there, like it changed her life. Mm. So she's able to scale and launch multiple things. Mm. So that was like, when I remember hearing that, I was like, okay, it's like, she's like, I had the executive assistant, but that's not a COO. Right. Executive assistant's like, go check, I need the new tires, I need this. A is like, hey, we're gonna launch, I'm gonna launch a coaching program. Cool, you need to figure this shit out. Yeah. I'm the face of it, I'm gonna bring it in, but you need to figure out the back end, we can meet, but like, let's figure, you figure the game plan. Yeah. We need to hire, what are we doing, like go. Yep. And that's what this other guy said there. So that's, you know, something that we're like, we're like our top of mind for us is like, you know, executive assistant, a CEO, so you can scale multiple things and you can just do it and have fun. Cause you know, you start scaling and adding, it's just, you, it's just more bullshit comes. Yes. That's how my mentor Clayton has been able to, to build that he giant business. Badass, like, yeah, it's basically a COO, but Clayton and like myself and, like we're visionaries. We have ideas. Like we, we point the direction we want the ship to go. I don't know how to fucking steer it. Yeah. So you go find someone who loves steering, but they don't know where to go. Yeah. Right. They love making the ship go, but they don't know where they're like, somebody tell me where to steer the ship and I'll go. So you need each other. And what I'm learning is like, yes, it's in the beginning, you got to wear all the hats, but if you are a visionary, you need an implementer, a COO, who can make all the ideas you have happen. make the vision happen. Cause, and that's what they love to do. That's what they're good at. Just like vision is good. At what you're good at implementing and hiring the people and the systems How and all the, all the shit and have the time. Exactly. They're, they're totally different types of people and they both need each other. And look at Dan Fleischman here. Like he talked about, he hired Joey. Yeah. Changed his life. Yeah. Got with 110 stages last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he could barely do everything was just like, ah, you know, Dan spins up businesses. He's like, oh, let's do this now because he's he built a team that 
handles that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there's levels to this. Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To, to, you know, wrapping up, it's like, if you got, you know, business agent, LO, all this, and you're listening, you're scaling, whatever it's, 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 uh, it doesn't matter who it is. It's very simple. Like we're just telling you we've been around a lot of smart people, the mastermind, and it's not rocket science. It's not that they're any better. They just is leveled up. They took the money. They hired the right person to go. And it might be a little scary to hire that person, but when they're like, Ugh, should I hire this a lot of money? They actually, most of the people I know that are really focused and visionaries, they doubled 10 X, whatever they're doing, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. That's the story that I get from everyone too. So it's like, okay, now it's my turn to play that game. Yep. And, and that's what you're doing right now. That's it. Cool. Well, Dustin, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Awesome. Buddy. Thanks. Glad you could make it and being here in San Diego. Yeah. The rain probably helped because you're supposed to golf. So I don't I don't mind the rain. <laughs> I, I like the rain. Yeah, he's from Utah. When, it, so when it's 10 are degrees. You going back to snow today or? Yeah, it's 10. It was 10 degrees this morning and snowy, my wife said. So. Holy smokes. Yeah. So 50 degrees here is like balmy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, awesome. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. <laughs>